This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. I'm Eliza Harvey. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Monday, the 16th of May. In your Squiz today, five sleeps till polling day, a mass shooting in America inspired by racism, Elon Musk's Twitter troubles, and trifle to mark the Queen's Jubilee. This is your Squiz today. We're in the final sprint until the election when we see if the coalition will be elected for another term or Anthony Albanese will win and return Labor to power. If that happens, it'll be the seventh change of government in the last 50 years. Let's start with the government, Claire. It formally launched its campaign yesterday with a big new policy on superannuation. Yeah, it's a policy to give some differentiation with Labor when it comes to that first home buyer's market. What he says is those seats to buy their first home will be able to access their superannuation savings to help make that purchase. They'll be able to get up to $50,000 out of their super or a maximum of 40% of their savings, whatever is lower. It's the coalition's answer to Labor's policy that would make the federal government a part owner uh, in homes. Up to 10,000 people can access Labor's scheme. So it does set up a bit of a fight on that front. Uh, He also announced a policy that would allow Australians over 55 years to be able to put $300,000 into their superannuation if they do downsize their home. These are rule changes that really does change up superannuation in this country. And that, of course, comes with a lot of commentary and a lot of criticism. It's something that will be talked about quite a bit this week. Yeah, it certainly will. And in terms of where this is all going, the recent polls have shown that Labor is the favourite to win on Saturday. And that that prompted a change of tack from the PM at the tail end of last week, Claire. Yeah, it really did. Scott Morrison fronted up to the media on Friday and conceded that he can be, uh, and this is the quote, a bit of a bulldozer. Uh, he said that Australians would like to see a lot of his other gears uh, in the way that he works if he is re-elected and he's committed to do that. Yesterday, he said that he's got a big plan for Australia and he wants a second term because he's just warm up. Uh, Anthony Albanese, the Labor leader for his part, didn't miss with his response. He said that a bulldozer is something that wrecks things and that he's a builder. And if elected prime minister, he will build things in this country. It really does show that we're at the pointy end of the election. Yeah, that's right. Five sleeps to go, as we said at the top, countless new polls to come. And at the press club today, we've got a big panel, independent Zali Stegall, Craig Kelly, Adam Bant and and South Australian Senator Rex Patrick. That starts at 12.30. Overseas now to America, where 10 people were killed and another three injured in a shooting in New York State. Unfortunately, shootings are often in the news from America, but the difference with this attack, Claire, is that authorities believe it was a racially motivated crime. Yeah, that's what the FBI and other authorities have said including New York Governor Kathy Hockle, who said that the man is a white supremacist uh, who had engaged in an act of terrorism. Uh, He's an 
18-year-old man who they have in detention. The allegation is that he entered a busy supermarket in a predominantly black area and that he shouted racial slurs as he fired his weapon. Uh, As you say, 10 people were killed and three people have been injured. And US President Joe Biden condemned the attack yesterday, saying racially motivated hate crimes are abhorrent to the very fabric of this nation. The world's richest man, Elon Musk, had his 44 billion US dollar bid for Twitter accepted recently, but since then the takeover keeps hitting snags. On Friday, he tweeted that the deal was temporarily on hold, pending details about spam and fake accounts, Claire. And this is what happens with acquisitions. The purchaser gets to really look under the hood of the business that they're buying and what Elon Musk is doing is going through that process. What he says is that some data given to him by the company claims that just 5% uh, or fewer of its daily active users are spam accounts or fake accounts or those manipulated by bots. He then took to Twitter to say that he wanted to do a random sample of 100 followers to see whether he got the same result. And then he disclosed that that's actually the sample that Twitter uses to make that sort of assertion. Uh, Long story short, it seems that Musk isn't really happy with the way Twitter does its quality control. So that deal is on hold while he probes that further. Yeah, and Twitter isn't the only thing keeping Musk busy at the moment. He met Indonesian President Joko Widodo in Texas yesterday to discuss the country's nickel industry, its space ambitions and the supply of batteries for electric cars in the country. The growing relationship between these two men will be one to watch. The cricket world is in mourning again after the shock news that former Australian all-rounder Andrew Simons died in a car accident on Saturday night. Claire, the incident occurred about 50 kilometres outside his home of Townsville and police are now investigating the cause of the crash. Yeah, what police say is that they believe the 46-year-old's car veered off the road shortly after 11pm on Saturday night and rolled. Witnesses and emergency service workers attempted to revive him at the scene, but they were unable to do that. Uh, Simon's wife, Laura, uh, came back to Townsville from Sydney. She said that she and the family were in shock and that she was thinking uh, of their two children. Um, Simon's had a really illustrious career playing for Australia. He was known as someone who was very talented. He was an exciting batter. He was a really handy bowler and he was excellent in the field. Uh, He was also a larrikin who did like a drink and he really loved his fishing. Yeah, that's right. And his close mate, the former wicketkeeper Adam Gilchrist, said it was another tragic day for cricket after the recent deaths of Shane Warne and Rod Marsh. Last week we brought you news of the weird and wonderful contenders at the Eurovision Song Contest and yesterday it had a sentimental conclusion when Ukraine won the competition with some overwhelming support from global viewers, Claire. Yeah, they really did get overwhelming support from viewers. Uh, When it came down to that fight, um, Ukraine had scored 192 points from the jury and then a whopping 439 points from the audience. They were the overwhelming 
being audience favourites. That, of course, was welcomed in Ukraine. Uh, Plenty of people with a smile on their face that Ukraine has taken out Eurovision for 2022. Um, Australia's Sheldon Riley did really well, particularly when it came to those jury points too. So he did Australia proud. Yeah, that's right. He placed at 15, which is pretty impressive when you consider that there's 25 contenders. He performed what's known as a power ballad called Not the Same. Uh, I'll pop a link to that and Ukraine's winning tune in your episode notes for some Monday morning listening. As long-time squizzers would know, I've been pretty excited about the Queen's pudding competition as part of her Jubilee celebrations. And Claire, we have a winner. We have a winner, but I know you're not too happy about it given your stand on trifle. <laughs> I don't like mushy cake, okay? I just have to put that on the record. Yeah, but it's boozy mushy cake and that really does take it to another level for me. Yes, This is true. This is true. <laughs> the lemon Swiss roll amaretti uh, trifle. Rifle has beaten out 5,000 desserts. It's been named the official pudding of the Platinum Jubilee. Apparently, Queen Elizabeth likes a trifle, so I reckon that's probably got something to do with it. A worthy winner, many say. Yeah, look, I'm also part of the worthy winner camp, I must say. It does look like a beautiful cake (laughs) and the crushed amaretti biscuits giving a bit of crunch on top of the lemon Swiss rolls. So that's probably pushing it across the line for me. Claire, I'm feeling (laughs) a trifle-inspired Friday lights at the end of this week week. <laughs> oh, radio. I've got a couple of favourite recipes. I'll have a think about that. Lock it in. Squeeze the day, Claire. What's going on today that we should know about? Uh, it's a United Nations Day today. It's International Day of Living Together in Peace. I think we can all strive towards that on a Monday. Absolutely. Uh, for me, I'm waiting for the results of the Lebanese election to come in. Voters went to the polls yesterday for the first time since the huge Beirut blast in 2020 and then the country's subsequent financial collapse. And analysts reckon it might usher in some new faces. And while we're on politics, don't forget our Politics Today newsletter for everything you need to know in this final week of the campaign. I'll pop a link in the show notes or go to politics-today to sign up. Have a good Monday. We'll be back tomorrow.